the day, Jedward fans and people who still hate our favourite Antifa twins, John and Edward Grimes, aka Jedward. Uh, and welcome to the Random Questions podcast, where we ask random questions and probably answer them incorrectly. Today, it is I, Jill, hosting, and I'm joined by my wondrous co-host and Jedward, Stan. Uh, Rob, yeah, I have a random story related to Jedward, if you want to hear it. Yeah, go on. Let's hear it. So in, in 2015 in Ireland, we had a marriage referendum, uh, which was to change our constitution to redefine marriage so that gays could get married, basically. Um, but on the same day, we also had a referendum on lowering the presidential age. So in Ireland, currently, you have to be 35 or older to become the president, which is not the same as the president of America. It's like the Queen of England. It's kind of a powerless figurehead kind of thing. In practice, anyway. And I was listening to the radio, a radio station that has one talk, or at the time had, like, one talk radio kind of program, and then the rest was just, like, classic, like, 70s, 80s music. So I was listening to this in the car park, and they started, the, the talk show came on, and it was just constant screed about how, like, people under 35 are useless, they are shit, they're bad at everything. And then I was just sort of like, hey, guys... Um, no. Like, I just texted that in because I was bored. I was waiting in the car in the shops. And I got a call from the producer being like, do you want to come on the show? And I'm pretty sure I was the only person who rang in. And the point people kept going back to was, Jedward would be president. Do you want that? And one, I can confidently say now, yes, I do. And two, the only point they would accept from me on that entire radio broadcast was that not both John and Edward could be president. I, I was like, guys, you realise they're two people. They can't both be president. And they were just like, oh, yeah, I suppose that's right. And I was like, all right, we're getting somewhere now about young people. And they're like, they're all awful. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks, guys. So what <laughs> I'm saying is brilliant. I'm way ahead of the curve. Um, and I just remember Jedward at the start of lockdown. Do you remember what they were doing kind of at the beginning, like this, about this time last year when kind of COVID kicked off? Uh, yeah, they were with Tara Reid quarantining, quarantining, right? It was so weird. They were just, yeah, they were, they showed up in LA at BLM uh, protests, like very noticeably, uh, Antifa super soldiers that they are. And like, it was like, wait, why are they in LA? And then, yeah, it was just like, oh, they're crashing with Tara Reid. Um, yeah. I think that might have something to do with what we're talking about today, Segway. Yes, absolutely. So uh, if my intro didn't set the scene and Rob's lovely story about Jedward, um, today's discussion, um, I will. I would like to formally announce that we are going to be talking about celebrities who locked down. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about um, our Ireland's favourite lockdown celeb. Do you know who that is, Rob? Um, hmm, Enya. <laughs> no, it was... Matt Damon. Mm. Oh, see, Enya is a self-lockdown. Like, she lives here. Like, she lives in Ireland, but it's just a castle up the country. And um, I remember a few years ago, she was down in our college as we were doing our campus radio show. Um, She was doing a program on churches for our national broadcaster. And I looked out the window, and there was just this specter walking through the campus. And I was like, is that Enya? And then later on, I was like, oh, Enya was here. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's always really exciting. <laughs> and it seems really cool and shy. Yeah. Uh, and and ex exactly like Aranoko Flow would like like the spirit of that song is apparently how Enya just is. So yeah, it's really interesting actually because Enya is like super popular globally, but doesn't really hold the same esteem in Ireland, which I just find so strange. She's but... like our number one most profitable or like 
yeah. money earning celebrities or musicians or something. It's That's very strange. That's because of the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, though, isn't it? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. It does make sense. Um, I thought people just really loved Orinoco Flow and a lot of like new age spas, but okay. Yeah, we also have um, a lesser known celeb. Well, actually, a lesser. Well, he's very well known, but he's lesser known to be locked down in Ireland at the moment. Do you know who that celebrity might be, Rob? I, I think I have mess- uh, messaged you about it. Oh, well, I mean, Jeremy Irons also lives in a castle in, in, in Ireland and hides away from everybody. Uh, I think it's in Kinsale. And if I remember correctly, he painted a pink. Um, but I don't think that's who you're talking about. No, it's not. Another are, guess? are you allowed to talk about who it is? I mean, I know who it is. Like, oh, I'm not to yeah. pull behind the curtain. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Okay, we're going to pause for two seconds while everyone guesses. It's Tommy Lee Jones. I just said it. I mean, I, I mean, I was giving them a little break, like just to kind of go, like, oh, we're gonna guess, and then it's just like, oh, here's the answer. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm trying to do some some new style like levity, but all right, fine. Throw it back uh, in my face. Yeah, he's here with his Dalmatian, which is kind of cool. I won't give away his location, but it is in Cork, so you know. What's his dog's name? Do you know? I actually have no idea, but I will <laughs> do my best to find out. <laughs> Before we started recording, Jill is like, I have 10 pages of notes. I can answer any question you'll throw at me. And I was like, cool. And then straight away, what's his dog's name? And it's like, ah. Rips up notes. Just okay. say Pogo. It's it's bon- Pogo. Bongo. Um, but yeah, Bongo he's, Steve. He's around. Oh, Bongo Steve. Um, <laughs> so um, my first question of the day really is... Um, you, you already answered it, really, I think, because you, you said you do Stan Jedward, but would you lock down with Jedward? I, hmm, it depends, right? Like, okay, it, well, one, if I'm stranded in LA and my only choice is to, like, go up with Jedward, like, sure, of course, because I need somewhere to stay. Um, If I know it's going to be a certain length, I think that would affect it, but if I don't know, um, yeah, sure, I think it would be fine. Like, I'm, I'm sure... They're not always on. I think they probably are. But I feel like if you're like living with them, I'm sure they're like turned down just a tad, you know? So yeah, I, I would. I would lock down with Jedward, yeah. Yeah, I think so would I. So um, in honour of our love of Jedward and the Jedwardian era that commenced during lockdown, um, and since you're their biggest fan, we are going to do a little quiz about Jedward to test oh, your knowledge. God. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Uh, you didn't tell me this was happening, so this is all, this is real life, everybody. I'm, I'm going to be either mortified because I know everything, or mortified because I know nothing. So let's, let's go. Okay. Okay, so, true or false, uh, Taoiseach Brian Cowan, whilst in office, endorsed John and Edward. Hmm, I'm trying to think of when they were on X Factor. I feel like that was 2010, and I feel like he was still in office. I'm going to go with true. Yeah, true. Um, he's actually yeah! quite a big fan of Jedward. <laughs> so yeah, first question, correct. Okay. Yeah, I can I can just imagine Brian Cowan doing the thing. You know, like how uh, Americans are like like we'll claim Irish Americans or like the Brits will claim Irish people when they're successful that kind of thing. Like Brian Cowan's doing that for Jedward because I don't think they're from Offaly, but by God, in the Cowan household, they're as Offaly as anything. Yeah, so the next question is also politics related. Um, oh, what Prime Minister in November 2009 described Jedward as not very good and uh, later released a formal apology for his hurtful remarks and now insists that they are indeed very good? Okay, 
I would have a guess based on the timeline. Yeah. But also on the fact that you said he had to issue like a groveling apology. I'm gonna guess Gordon Brown. Yes, absolutely yes! correct. <laughs> oh, Gordon Brown had to issue a lot of weird apologies in the later days of his uh, prime ministership. So. Yeah, and the fact that these like facts were so easy to find and they're just so bonkers is brilliant. Um, thank you, Jedward. So yeah, um, what place did Jedward finish in the 2011 Eurovision? And for the listeners who may not know this, Jedward have actually been in the Eurovision twice, in 2011 and 2012. In 2011, they sung their song Lipstick, which yeah. is a bit of an earworm. It got quite a lot I, of radio play. I prefer Waterline. I prefer their second one. Uh, like, okay, that's not the question. Oh, really? Um, that's okay. controversial. It is. Anytime I mention it to someone... I'm like, Waterline's just a lot more of a conventional song. And I actually think, like, the first year they got by on, like, the gimmick of, oh, they look like they have pineapples and they have tall hair or whatever. Like, there was that weird kind of Jedward gimmick thing. I think the second yeah. one, I was like, that's actually a good song. That could win. And then I think they did worse. Um, I'm going to guess 12th. They came 8th overall. In oh, oh, that's yeah. fair play. I know. And that's what, it's what? actually the highest we've scored in years in the Eurovision as well. <laughs> <laughs> probably since uh there was a thing going around in the last few weeks about twitter about you know oh uh where you'll go on holiday after lockdown ends is where the eurovision was held uh when you were born um so i can't wait to go on my on my holiday to dublin um <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> amazing <laughs> yeah, well i mean some people have to go to mill street in cork like like in rural cork so i mean beggars can't be choosers really so uh, we're going on to question four. You're actually doing very well in this quiz. Um, in a poll taken by teenagers, Jedward scored ahead of what very famous band? Um, and they proved to be a lot more popular than this band as well. Okay, so sorry, Jedward proved to be a lot more popular than this band? Yeah, in in the poll, like they. Oh, I thought you meant like 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 history will show. History might show, but at the moment, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, when was this poll? Did you say? Um, this poll was taken in 2011. Oh, see, my time... I don't have my timing quite right, but I think it might be One Direction. It's not, but I'll let you... Do you want a clue for another guess? Okay, go for it. Um, It's a band that maybe, like, your mother or grandmother would have liked. Or, like, your dad or granddad. I feel like I'm going to be insulted by this. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, maybe you like them. I'm not too sure. Oh, is it you too? No, it's not. Okay, I don't like you two, so that's fine. It's the Beatles. I love them! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Jedward are apparently more popular than the Beatles. And and by by the principles of like uh, transfer of properties, Jedward are bigger than Jesus. Absolutely. Now that's a Jepic statement right there. That is Jepic. Um, I have a question for you actually in the middle of this. Yeah, of course. Have you gotten a DM from Jedward? No, I haven't, because actually my Twitter's been on private. So oh, I, I've I gotten a DM it. from them. Oh wow! I'm gonna find. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. You keep going with the quiz. I'm gonna find the DM from Jedward. Do you find the DM? Okay, so true or false? Jedward almost collaborated with Shakira and Lady Gaga. Ah, oh, true. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, I just Sha wanted that to be true. <laughs> Shakira tweeted about them saying, "Oh, should I collaborate with Jedward? I think they're so much fun." Um, but it fell through and Lady Gag said Jedward are epic performers and that she would love to be on stage with them. Uh, oh, like, uh, okay, I, you know what? I have a thing 
about this, about them being great performers, that I think might come up as a question. So if it doesn't, remind me, okay? I actually don't think it's... That was actually my final question. But okay. lots of cele- um, they have lots of celeb fans. They've been endorsed by Robbie Williams, Brian May, Michael Bublé, Peter Andre, and even Liam Gallagher said, I don't mind them little fuckers. Uh, that's, I mean, that's the best you can hope for from Liam Gallagher, really. Yeah, like, like I mean... Like, that, that's like his, his favourite band, you know? <laughs> well, I mean... Wait, no, no, no. Oh, wait, no, it's not a great compliment because it's Liam Gallagher, not Noel. I think I think Noel is the good one. I can never remember with them, but yeah. Yeah, no, Noel, Noel is the good one, I think. But anyway, thanks, Liam. Um, He doesn't hate them, so that's... You tried. That's yeah. nice. Uh, Yeah, what's your Jedward story, then? I want to know. Hmm? About their performing. You said you have a story about their performance. Oh, sorry, that's the last question. Oh yeah, um, I remember there was a performance where like one of them, I want to say John, like broke his leg in the middle of the performance. Oh yeah, I think you're right. And he like continued on, uh, like finished the song and then went to the hospital. Jevic. <laughs> okay, do you want me to read out my my Jedward DM? Yes, I'd love to hear. So if people don't know this, um, on Irish Twitter for sure, I don't know if it goes beyond the borders, but uh. Jedward are renowned for giving people random encouraging DMs. Like, it's a DM slide you really don't mind. Um, so this is from the Jedward official account. Like, it's, it has the blue tick and everything. And it just says, Wow, Rob. Uh, praise hands emoji. Star eyes emoji. Praise hands emoji. That hair and beard, you magical thing. And I just sent three crying uh, emojis and said, Thank you, you icons. And that is from the 27th of uh, September last year. So, they're just positive rays of sunshine, aren't they? They were in lockdown and they were thinking of me. So that's wow. <sighs> I should have sorry, I'm getting opened, emotional. I should have taken my Twitter off private for that. <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah, they actually met Tara Reed, who they are in lockdown with, or I'm not sure if they're still in lockdown with her. But no, I think, they actually, the, I think they're back in Ireland. By yeah, now. they met Tara Reed um, in 2011 because they were both in Celebrity Big Brother, where they actually came third. Jedward. Uh, um, and apparently they became best of friends and then when they were in LA they were staying with Tara Reid in her two room apartment oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and they even cameoed in the third Sharknado movie I actually do you know what I don't think I've seen that Sharknado movie I've seen other ones like I've seen one two and I think like four whatever one I think I might have skipped that one by mistake and I don't know why um, well you'll have oh. to rewatch to see our kings yeah, I know. Well, I mean, Tara Reid is fresh in my mind because I just finished watching um, Scrubs for the first time since it ended. Um, so she she was in that for a little bit. And yeah, Jedward are are just amazing, uh, amazing people. Watch as between the time we record this and we release this, they <laughs> like, it's found out that they like eat babies or something. But when you said um, like Tara, when I heard about them like rooming with Tara Reid, I presumed it was like how... Um, Tyler Perry put up Meghan, Harry and Meghan Markle uh, like in his house in LA for a while like it was going to be like a really big house with like bodyguards and everything not just like a fucking a two bed and dockey you know yeah I don't actually think Tara Reid has done very well for herself since like American Pie days um, well yeah no it's it's not a judgment it's literally just a I just I just presumed I guess that you know everyone has yeah. these opulent mansions in LA it's just all I picture um Absolutely. I think LA is like massively expensive though, so it's probably like a really, really expensive, like tiny apartment. <laughs> um, whole, whole I, I, I mentioned a two bed in Dalkey. Isn't that where Matt Damon was staying as well at the beginning Matt of Matt Damon stayed in the Edges house, I believe. No, it's not the Edges house. It's like oh god. It's like 
Dennis Irwin's house? Is it another member of or something? UT? No, no, it's like it's like another Irish celebrity. Oh, it's uh, Eddie Irvine, the Formula One driver. It was his oh, like former yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, great photos of Matt Damon going swimming down piers with like his clothes in a super value bag. Yeah, and uh, appearing on the cans and stuff. The and local radio station and yeah. Yeah, like look, I don't know. I'm not going to advertise this to like Irish celebrities or whatever, but like. There was, I do remember, like, wherever he was staying, I, I think it was Dawkey, so we would just say Dawkey, and it was, like, the Dawkey community message board on Facebook, and, like, a journalist from, I think, the New York Times joined it being, like, oh my god, it's so great, we, we love the photos, whatever, Um, can anyone who's interacted with him or know them, can they just give me any stories, and, like, every single person was, like, get the fuck out, they're allowed their privacy, uh, he says hello to us uh, in the shops, that's it, like, leave us alone, leave them alone, they deserve a bit of privacy. And it's like, so celebs, Ireland. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, oh. I think Kim and Kanye came and left, and then there was just, like, photos of them coming out of a cinema in Portleash um, yeah, on their honeymoon. That was like... the weirdest, weirdest <laughs> thing. Or, like, I remember one day getting a text from a friend of mine that uh, a really famous wrestler from the 90s, um, Shawn Michaels, was just in Wexford at, like, a kid's camp. Because he's like a born-again Christian and it was like a religious camp and he just turned up at a summer camp for a day to help with the football. And it's like, what? This, this can't be real. You see photos and you're like, what the fuck? <sighs> yeah, West yeah. Cork is a bit of a celeb trap. And Cork in general, I think it's quite like appealing. Um, to yeah, celebrities. well, uh, uh, Blarney does it as well and Cove. Yeah, yeah the... absolutely. Um, and like my aunt actually works in the local tourist office and um, mm. she once served Ronaldo. Uh, which Ronaldo? The... Yeah, see, that's the thing. She didn't specify. <laughs> we'll presume but it's the, the cool Brazilian and not the weird Portuguese guy. But they're they're both kind of like very famous. So either way. Yeah. Um, and N-dubs. <laughs> like yeah. Dobby. Or what was his name? <laughs> Dobby. What was Dappy. his name? Dappy. Dappy. God. Uh, look n-dubs were famous around the time the harry potter movies were i didn't listen or watch either like i i wasn't really involved in either and i just heard the names so sorry <laughs> apparently if you like um ash dappy on instagram saying anything he'll like start beef with you and he like gets really <laughs> aggressive in your dms oh that's <laughs> yeah so <laughs> not great how are n-dubs doing what, is, what have they done as late <laughs> Um, I think they broke up. Uh, Talisa was on the X Factor for a while. Um, I, I think I was she like was a judge when Je- or... no, she was a judge when Jedward oh, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, she had some terrible homophobic remarks. Um, which she oh. blamed on her Greek heritage. Very strange. Uh, anyway, um, I don't know yeah. how uh, how 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 much of a gore that one is, but we'll okay. We'll move yeah. on from N-dubs. We'll move on from N-dubs. Um... Unless there's an N-dubs quiz coming. Because uh, I can tell you, not going to do as well. <laughs> yeah, no, let's uh, let's not go there. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll get back to what celebs you'd like to be locked down with. Um, this is kind of the new who would you invite over for a dinner party oh, question. Yeah. You know? So, like, Rob, what, what celeb would you actually like to be locked down with? Um, so I have it broken down into three categories, right? Oh, wow. And it's like, like, they're all unrealistic because they're all celebrities, but like, technically possible, sorry, somewhat possible, 
technically possible and literally impossible. Those are my three categories. Um, and will I just start from the tech, like somewhat possible or plausible? Yeah, see, the thing is, I feel like because celebrities have been locked down in Ireland now and they've been stuck here, like, you know, mm-hmm. things are getting more possible. Um, and Ireland's become like a desirable location to film because of like normal people and like Game of Thrones. So, you know, and like... Star Wars. And Star Wars, exactly. So it, it could be possible. Believe in your dreams. Let's hear them. <laughs> okay, so the... Well, actually, you know, I'm looking at the other ones and like the like the like my two like implausible ones are not going to happen. But uh, my first two are Killian Murphy and Roy Keane. Okay, yeah, those could happen. Both of them are from Cork. I've met both of them. Um, my family are from Mayfield, so they grew up with Roy Keane. And Killian Murphy not only went to the same secondary school as I did, obviously, years apart, but he once asked out my aunt. So I feel like I've at very least got a story. Like, I, yeah, I've got a reason to be in the same place as them, kind of thing, you know? And yeah, they both live at least some times of the year in Cork. Okay, that's interesting. Will I answer mine the same way that you have with the three categories? I mean, if you have them broken down, like if you have examples, then sure. Um, well, number one, uh, Rita Ora, because not once, but twice, have I walked out of a bathroom cubicle at the same time as her. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, was there any, like, op- I, okay, obviously you noticed because Rita Ora, Ora is a celebrity and, you know, you don't kind of see that every day. But, like, did she have any moment of, wait a minute, <laughs> like, deja vu? I don't think so, because um, I'm notorious for changing my hair, as you know. Oh, so, yeah. So, um, I think at one stage, I had walked out and I had, like, very short hair and that was dark brown. And then I think the other time I had my hair in, like, a longish bob that was kind of, like, purpley red. So, mm-hmm. I'd say she probably just didn't put two and two together. But, yeah. Or she thought that you were like purposefully camping out in bathrooms to, to have like a meet cute, and she thought you were weird and just walked away. So yeah, if like there's ever some like weird scenario where like, you know, an intercom goes on and it's like you're locked down in your location, um, you know, it's already happened twice. Third time's a charm. Me and Rita. In the bathroom. Yeah, but it would be noticeably weirder if like she walked out of a bathroom in your house in Clon than it would be like a restaurant in London, you know. Yeah, but I feel like if there was going to be like a purge, like lockdown situation where we have to stay put, it would probably happen in like London or something, you know? Okay. <laughs> you know. Um, when I move on to my, my second category. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay. So these ones that are technically possible, but are very implausible. And I have David Lynch and Danny DeVito. Okay. Okay. So um, I forgot the exact question you were going to ask and I thought it was celebrities you could be friends with or you could see yourself being friends with so these oh, ones are ab- absolutely you can answer are that one tailored but I mean like it's it's the same answer it's just tailored slightly towards that so like David Lynch is just an odd dude uh like there's stories of him like he was like driving and he drove in like he parked went into a gas station and he saw like these woody woodpecker dolls and he rescued them and he named them all and they were in his office for a time and i think the line goes but then they turned they're not in my life anymore like (laughs) he's just an odd dude who makes really interesting cinema and stuff so i i I think i would have fun time and he just seems like a nice encouraging guy like doing his like weather report things where he just tells people what the weather is like in la and and all these videos i think i'd get on with with uh, david lynch and, I mean, Danny DeVito, one, 
I've got a conversation starter in that I have a tattoo of his face on my leg. I keep forgetting that one, though. Um, keep forgetting that's there. Um, and also, he just seems like a really nice guy. Like, really, like, socially progressive. He's great and always sunny and everything he's been in as far as I know. And I just think he'd be really nice to live. I think he'd be really swell. Like, I think he'd be a good guy, like, just to hang out with. So, yeah, Danny DeVito and David Lynch are my second tier of not really plausible but mm, give it a go fair enough i think it could happen let's throw a, a wish in the wishing well okay i mean like mm. david lynch is pretty much retired and danny devito i don't think travels that much so <laughs> i don't think the likelihood of them coming to ireland or getting locked down here are very high but you never know let's lure danny devito over here <laughs> no we're not doing that again um okay what's not your again. second um so my second one is quite interesting because a my boyfriend said that he thinks that i would get along very well with her and b my um supervisor for my dissertation actually knew her and said we would probably get along and it is phoebe waller bridge so for those who don't know who phoebe waller bridge is she is the titular character in fleabag which she also wrote and she also wrote killing eve or writes Killing Eve, because Killing Eve is still going. Neat. I, I haven't seen any of those shows, but I've heard good things. You should definitely watch Fleabag. It's probably one of my favourite shows ever. Um, And poor Dan, if he's listen- if he ever listens to this, he finds it hard to watch the last episode of the second season because it's very upsetting. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> can't, I can't wait. wait for that. All I know about Fleabag is that she wrote it and there's a handsome priest, I think? Yes, Andrew Scott. Um, oh, ooh, Andrew Scott. Ooh. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being I locked like down, now. Andrew Scott. Yeah, which which Andrew Scott though? Like, like I, I know he people aren't their characters, but like, like are you going Moriarty or, or what are we going with? Ooh, yeah, a bit of Moriarty, a bit of Handsome Priest, I think. Mm. Bit of, yeah, bit I think I'd probably go with the guy, the Welsh guy who owned the Gaze the Word Bookshop in Pride. That's that's my Andrew Scott. Oh, he's amazing in that as well. He's mm. also very good in. What was the other thing he was in? I am actually after going blank. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, what 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 we'll do is we'll look it up after the fact, and I'll just edit it in really obviously. So it's like, oh, he was really good in Black Mirror. Like like whatever <laughs> it is, like it'll just be like really really obvious. So don't worry about it. We'll, okay. we'll fix it in post. We'll yeah. fix it in post. Thank you. Um, okay, so your third column, very okay. impossible. No, no, these are literally impossible. These people are dead. <laughs> oh. Because so again, I was like, oh, who would I, who would I like to be friends with? Um, so yeah, uh, I had originally written down George Orwell, literally so I could just ask him fairly definitively how he feels about people using 1984 and Animal Farm as a metaphor for pretty much everything, including things that George Orwell fought in wars for. The socialist, anyway. Um, but I scratched him out because I realised it was a lot of dudes on this list. Um, so I replaced him with Sylvia Plath. Um, one, because you, very dep- <laughs> the mental health stuff. Ooh, I think we can at least have a DMC. Um, but also I loved the Belger and her poetry and stuff like that. So I think that would be just fun. And the other one is George Harrison for similar reasons to David Lynch. I think he's just a really nice guy and I think I'd like him. And unlike... At least one other Beatle who's dead. Wonder who that could be. There is no, uh, as far as I know, allegations of him uh, beating his spouse. So hey, win-win with with George Harrison. Um, more plausible could be Ringo Starr, purely because I feel like I'm the only person in the world who bought his album 2012. That's what it was called. 
So I feel like Ringo owes me one for that at least. So, but but George Harrison's my answer and uh, Sylvia Plath. Oh, okay. Well, um, I don't feel too bad about an answer that I'd originally crossed out now because you said you had a lot of dudes. Um, <laughs> uh, I said to my boyfriend, I was like, for dead people, Heath Ledger and Kurt Cobain. And he was like, would you just stare at them? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I would probably just stare at them. Dan has the look of a Heath Ledger, your, your boyfriend, like a little bit. I can see that. Oh, he'll love to hear that. I'll I'll message him on Instagram right now. Yeah, I've 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 DM'd Dan that he has the look of a handsome Heath Ledger. So Dan Dan's ego is probably going to be two hundred times the size size it normally is for a little bit. But uh, yeah, a handsome Heath Ledger, not just Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, a handsome one. Very nice. Yeah, uh, and and I've seen Brokeback Mountain. I know. <laughs> it was so funny when I said this to Dan. He responded after I told him about you know I'd probably just kind of stare at them. He was like, "Yeah, I think I'd get Marissa Tomei and Emma Stone just because they have really nice smiles." Oh, those are good picks. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, both are alive. So just to be very clear, <laughs> at least at the time of recording this. Oh, I realized. I've just realized now that that. Ooh, that might cause a problem. Ooh. Anyway. Um. But yeah, no, ooh, Marissa Tomei and the rest are great. And in Spider-Man and stuff, like, oh, great actress. Yeah. Uh, and Emma Stone, good smile, as you said, and great actress. So yeah. So yeah, there you have it. So yeah, we were just like evening out the playing field there. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, like my probably third, um, in, in the third category, the people that it's very not likely to happen would be the entire cast of It's Always Sunny, because I just think it would be ooh. really fun. I share a birthday with uh, Rob McElhenney, who plays Mac in the show. So, oh, that's anyone wants to get me a birthday present, you now know the date. <laughs> that's but, um, so exciting. Um, yeah, and I mean, like uh, Glenn Howerton, I actually don't know too much about uh, who plays Dennis. Um, but Charlie and Mac seem like nice guys in in real life, and Danny DeVito, I've already gushed about. So, yeah, I think I think that's a good shout. Yeah, one of my favorite things about the show is that like they're all like married to each other in real life as well like d and mac yeah. are married in real life and charlie and the waitress yeah, and, and uh dennis is married to danny devito of course so um <laughs> yeah no, i think dennis is married to the <laughs> woman who played his who played the you know he spoilers for a later season of always sunny where he like had a baby that woman from like wisconsin or something oh really i didn't know that I think so. His wife has appeared in the show before because I've I've was like looking this up like ten years ago or whatever, like five years ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hasn't it been renewed as well for like four more seasons? So it's kind of like yeah. I think it's like the longest running live action sitcom, primetime comedy or something like that. Like it has an accolade like that, and it's only ever been nominated for like stunt, uh, like stunt performing awards. I don't know how, like, I don't know how Shit's Creek has won so much and It's Always Sunny hasn't. Maybe it just toes the line a little bit too much. I feel like the one thing that will always discount you from awards is, com- like, doing several commentaries on why you haven't won awards and why you should win awards. I feel like various academies and, like, industry bodies do not like that. Um, They kind of prefer when you make it about them, so, like... uh. I asked people about Mank, which was just nominated for an Oscar, probably dating us again. Um, And like that, I asked people like, is it good or is it just because it's about film? And people were like, "Eh, it was about split like 50-50, but at least everyone was like, yeah, it's probably a lot to do with the fact that it's about the industry. So 
I feel like Always Sunny poking fun at them probably doesn't help its chances. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, as well, Mank has like a stellar cast, like Gary Oldman. Like <laughs> that's like an automatic nomination at this stage. Like Gary Oldman. Yeah, nomination. probably. It probably shouldn't be, not because of Gary Oldman, but wow, the Academy really fucked up when it came to singular actor nominations this year. We won't get into that. It's not that kind of podcast, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's let's not go there. Although we could do in the future. Mm. There's lots to talk about. There is. Uh, yeah, there's so so much. How, how, how could you win an Oscar? Be an old white man. Hey, hey. there's that random question answered. <laughs> um, <sighs> so yeah, we're going to get into our final question of our lovely lockdown celeb podcast and that question is who could you seduce okay when we were planning this last week i said i would have plans for who i would like have be friends with or i would lock down with but i would purposefully not think about who i could seduce and all i'm doing is looking down on my list going i could probably seduce danny devito (laughs) (laughs) i could probably pull that off i mean (laughs) um Oh, who would I like or who do I think I could? That's the question. That's the important kind of distinction here. Sorry, can you repeat the question? <laughs> okay, like, like, is it who do you think you could seduce or who do you think you'd like to seduce or be seduced by? Well, you, in can, a you can do a bit of both, I guess. Um, I mean, you know, like, not, not like being self-conscious or whatever, but I genuinely think that a lot of celebrities are either married or like, not that they wouldn't go for me, but it's like, uh, it seems weird to just do that. Um, but if I had to think, I would say I could do a pretty bang-up job of seducing... I'm going to go Kevin Smith. I'm gonna, uh, Kevin Smith is my answer on that one. Who's, yeah. who's Kevin Smith? I, I think I could have a good... Who's Kevin Smith? Kevin's, Kevin Smith is a director. He directed, like, Clerks and a lot of indie movies in, like, the 90s. He did Chasing Amy, Mallrats. Oh, uh, Okay. He does podcasts mainly now. He's big in the podcast world and like he does like speaking tours and stuff. But uh, yeah, Kevin Smith. I'll send you a photo of Kevin Smith while uh, while you do yours there. Um, yeah, but this just in, Dan has messaged me and he said, um, thanks, Rob. I do not know what to say to these kind words. And this is in reference to Rob messaging Dan and saying, you look like a handsome Heath Ledger. It's true. So where's the light? Where's the light? Dan Dan's ego is massive now. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in terms of celebrities that I could seduce, I can seduce Ireland's favourite gymnast, Dan. Not to diss the, <laughs> the, 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 the legendary sport of gymnastics, nor the handsome Heath Ledger that is Dan Fox, but I I don't know if I'd quantify amateur sport as celebrities rude um <laughs> next I'm, I'm sure in in that world but like i'm sure there are worlds where i'm a celebrity like i i know there's there's people on twitter who have opinions about me and that's weird because i had never met any of them but like so i mean technically i'm a celebrity and to answer the question jill no you couldn't seduce me stop asking i think i could seduce anybody Okay, do you want to follow up on that or just leave that hanging? <laughs> no, no, end of podcast. <laughs> okay, we'll just goodbye. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a future episode uh, where Jill reveals the dark arts behind seduction. Um, who would I like to? Hmm. Uh, oh, if it includes like if it's like I can get them to do anything. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, give me like half your money and also your company's gone. Bye. Um, <laughs> like 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 redistribute. Re- uh, 
redistributing the wealth via like ass is basically my plan there um which is how Karl Marx would have wanted it really yeah. if you think about it um hmm I'm thinking about celebrities I've been proximate to that I could seduce and okay like links um like Dan knows Tom Holland okay so maybe I could try so Dan could seduce Tom Holland cool <laughs> yeah, got that Dan would pro- probably get there before me I've been in a bathroom twice at Rita Ora you know what happens okay. in, you know what happens in bathrooms people go to the bathroom like they they <laughs> they evacuate their bowels like I don't, I don't know what you're asking me for here anyway um and i also met tom hardy before oh and i met one of anton deck i can never tell them apart they don't even look alike yeah <laughs> oh that's oh hmm I'm trying to think of celebrities I've actually met. Like, I've met Killian Murphy. He came to do a talk at our school. And as I said, he asked my aunt out once. Um, met Rakeen. I've met... Oh, I- I've met Decky Daly, the captain of Cork City FC in the mid to late 90s. Is that a celebrity for you, Jill? I mean, you could technically, like, steal your aunt's phone and pretend to be your aunt and, like, catfish Killian Murphy. That's a, I should note that, that, like... Killian Murphy was like I think like fifteen or something at the time, yeah. and my aunt was in her twenties, so it was very much a no go away you little weirdo kind of interaction. Uh, allegedly, this mightn't have happened. <laughs> I forgot we're talking about celebrities. Um, hmm. I know a lot of politicians. I have some politicians' phone numbers. Ooh, um, flexing. And I know deep dark secrets about some of them. Hmm. Blackmail. <laughs> very good. I did once get chatted up by someone who said he was running for the Lib Dems in the UK. Um, and he talked about how Scottish independence is ruining Cornwall for a long time. Uh, I It was very strange. Very, very strange. I didn't bring up Scotland or Cornwall, so it was very awkward. <laughs> it was a Halloween party. Sounds fun. <sighs> yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> This is again like I I've I've met lots of celebrities, but I was either a child or it was in not a seductive scenario, you know. Like when I met Killian Murphy, I was like sixteen. If I could seduce him at that point, there's a lot more questions to be asked. Again, to be very clear, not implying anything there, just saying mm, there'd be questions to be asked in the general situation if that had happened. Um, oh God, I'm trying. To, oh, I um. So Ronan O'Gara, who's like a former international rig player, I think he's a coach and a pundit at the moment. Um, he definitely writes articles for, I think, the Times. Or might be the Independent. And he was past people in my secondary school. And every first year, we'd have like a little sports day. And they'd bring back two former pupils who were like famous rugby players. So I think now it would probably be like Peter Romani or someone like that. Um, and he, it was Ronan O'Gara and, oh God, I want to say Peter Stringer, but it mightn't have been. And... Um, we had, we were thir- like 12, 13 and kids were like, oh, we, uh, like we'd just been told like when we were like getting towards the school that like after gym, like the, like PE, you should shower. Um, and there was something about like, like you don't have to be naked. Like ex- kids are always self-conscious. Uh, so someone asked Ronan O'Gara if they shower naked in the monster dressing room. And it was very awkward. <laughs> and that person got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> that is a brilliant question. I actually have another Ronan O'Gara story myself. Um, Okay. When he was in Cork Con with like Peter Stringer and all those other players, they used to come down to Inchidani to do like getaway weekends with training and stuff. Oh yeah. On the beach. So mm-hmm. they used to run up and down the beach and um because I live so proximate to the beach, I used to always be there as a child. Um and apparently I used to love I was going through this phase where I'd eat sand 
I'm gonna say I was like <laughs> two. Twenty-four. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. And I'm um, running Agrara and like Peter Stringer were like running and my mom like loved them and she like stopped them, she like waved them down and I was just there eating sand and then I was puking sand. Um so yeah and your mom was just ignoring you completely and focused on the handsy rugby players yeah I get absolutely it. Okay. she was that's, like that's cool she was like jill like don't mind her like and talking to the rugby players being like what are you guys doing in clan and they're like oh we come down here frequently you know we, we come running and training and stuff and then just me in the background eating sand and i think ronagar was like um your child is eating sand and my mother was like don't worry it's a phase <laughs> so yeah <laughs> I like how your mother's approach to you eating sand was like a child coming out as gay in the 1960s. Like, oh, it's just a phase. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently I was a bit of a wild child. I had a harness and like a lead. <laughs> because I like, was very de- uh, destructive, apparently, is the word my parents used. So, um, okay. yeah, if I wasn't eating sand, I was eating seaweed. <laughs> one or the other. Okay, well, at least one of them is like... Cog- like I can believe that it's edible. Like I like seaweed is a plant, and I think people do actually eat it. Yeah, with, like it is like sushi and stuff. Um, I think I think all is. of the seaweed yeah. that washes up in Ireland is edible. That's a fun fact. Okay, so like at least I can see that one. But sand is very distinctively not edible. Like, like, like that's like even if you were like four or something, like that's still. Ooh, oh no! I was like two. Better. I was I was like an infant. I didn't understand. <laughs> I should have known better. Um, what what is worrying is that my parents let me do this. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, look, look, it's fine. You'll puke it up. It's grand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I was fine, and now my health is great, so it obviously worked. Yeah. Um, do you have any embarrassing stories involving a celebrity? Actually, embarrassing stories with a celebrity. Other than other than vomiting up sand and. From I have another rugby player story. Actually, um, I was at the okay. Kinsale Rugby Sevens, and I was in the white okay. the white lady club, which anyone who's been to the Sevens will know is like the club you go to at night. That um, that, that just sounds like a like a racial segregation. <laughs> I was in the white ladies club. It's a good one. Like <laughs> fucking hell. Anyway, go on. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I was in the white lady, and um, I was at. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I fell into officer, I swear. Um, okay, you were in the white lady. And I was at the, uh, then you, was then at you the got bar. out and then you went into the club. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was at the bar ordering some drinks and um, there was two fine strapping young lads standing behind me. And um, it was really busy, so I was waiting for my drinks and uh, we got chatting. So I was like, oh, so what are you guys uh, doing down in Kinsale? And they're like, oh, we, we play rugby. And I was like, oh, you're playing in the Kinsale Sevens. Like, how is your team doing? And they were just like skidding. They were laughing. And I was like, what? Like, what's so funny? Like, you know, your rugby players in the Kinsale Sevens. It turns out it was Connor Murray and Simon Zebo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Simon Zebo was in, I think, like fifth or sixth year when I started school. So, yeah. I, I've heard lots of stories about Simon Zebo in, in clubs and stuff. So Yeah, so um, I like was completely oblivious to who they were. And um, they thought it was hilarious because they thought they were the shit. But hmm. they kind of were at the time. Um, I don't, I'm not really au fait with rugby, so I don't really know very much. But uh, they were cool dudes. Yeah. They had a bit of a laugh. They were very nice to me. And uh, yeah, that's my embarrassing story. I didn't literally know who the most famous people were in the room. <laughs> Is that embarrassing, though? Like, you just didn't know who they were. Like, that can happen, you know? Like, that's embarrassing for them. 
that at a rugby tournament someone didn't know who these famous rugby players were. I think it's a bit like, embarrassing for me to be at a rugby tournament and like not know not who know who these like international players are. Yeah, I think it's worse for me. Uh, I mean, there's like fifteen of them on the pitch at a time, and there's like another ten on the bench or like in this in the circle, like Jeremy or in the team. Like that's a lot of people to remember, you know. I guess, yeah. And like when I go to the cinema, if I saw Quentin Tarantino, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, it's Quentin Tarantino." I'd just be like, "Oh, there's a weird guy who's staring at feet. I'm just gonna keep moving." <laughs> like you don't expect, like just because it's related to them, like like you're not gonna expect, as I said, like like Robert De Niro to turn up at like the cinema in Bantry. You know, you're you're not gonna think that. You're not gonna think it's Robert De Niro for one, even if you do recognize him. So like, yeah, I think that's perfectly plausible. I think you were in the right to big league Simon Sebo and Connor Murray. <laughs> Well, anyway, they got humbled, didn't they? Well, okay. they didn't actually get humbled. They just laughed at my face. Um, um, but yeah. When cool. I was three, my uncle who lives in, in Los Angeles was getting married. So we went over for the... I was like a... I think I was a ring bearer. I can't remember. I was at the wedding. I was three. It was a long time ago. And we he owns a, an Irish bar in, in, in LA. Uh, O'Brien's Pub, I think. And he always used to get like random celebrity guests like i know conor mcgregor's been there conor mcgregor whatever conor mcgregor not condoning conor mcgregor both in a sports thing and a personality thing i don't think he's that good a fighter he'd beat the shit out of me but i'm also not a fighter anyway and at the time i have i have a photo i'll try and dig it out and send it to you at some point but uh with ed o'neill do you know who ed o'neill is uh is he a coach no he is an actor he was at the time in married with children He'd probably be best known now as uh, Jay Pritchett from Modern Family. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's Irish-American actor. And I was like, it's like I'm standing, I think I'm standing on like a table. And he's like, it's a arm around me, like taking a photo. And apparently I just, I was, you know, obviously I was a child and didn't know what jet lag was. But apparently I was just talking really quickly because I was a kid from Cork. So I was like, boom. I just like fell, like face first onto a table. Like I was standing on a table or a bar. Boom, collapse, because jet lag just hit me like that. So, yeah. Um, I, I got I got basically knocked the fuck out in front of Ed O'Neill. That's that's an embarrassing slab story I can remember right now. Nice guy, that's pretty, by all accounts. That's pretty good, actually. I mean, yeah. back to rugby players, Bruno Gara did see me eating sand. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was saying. Like, it's an other than other than that. Although I do like again, like even though I mentioned it, how when I was like embarrassing stories, you were like, "Oh, I didn't recognize these guys once," and not, I ate sand in front of Ronan <laughs> But I can't really say that story twice, can I? <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> to we probably put it down to like lasting brain damage from eating all the sand that you just forgot. So yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's it, really. Um, any other embarrassing celeb stories? No, I don't think so. Um, um, I have walked in on the bathroom, into the bathroom on. Uh, Rita Ora. No. Oh God. No, not Rita Ora. <laughs> we, we're not, I'm not allowed to talk about that. I signed an NDA. Um, with at, at least two. Are they both? Are they both? Yeah, at the time, TDs. Um, for sure. Uh, with their tops off in the bathroom. Uh, one because he was traveling and he was cleaning himself in the sink. Um, has weird nipples, don't ask. And two, um, I think he had either just finished or was just about to ride someone in the bathroom. And he has a very strange tattoo on his stomach that is very badly done and very faded. So, there you go. 
I think there's like embarrassing things as being a child in Ireland um, in regards to celebrities because uh, have you ever been to a teenage disco, Rob? Or like an underage disco? Uh, not in the last, I'm going to say 10 years. <laughs> but you age. did when no. you were underage yourself, right? I don't remember. I don't think I did actually. I, I like, I'd been, sounds weird to say, I'd been to the places where the discos had been because I played weird sports. As a, like I played hockey. So I was in like a lot of the places where like in the hockey clubs and stuff where like the, the, the discos were... But I don't think I was actually. I don't so, think I was allowed. Uh, in teenage discos in Ireland, um, sometimes you'd pay more for a ticket. But the reason why you pay more is because there's like a cast um, or crew of like some TV show would come and you'd oh, like a meet and greet. So like there'd be Geordie Shore people. There'd be like um, Home and Away people. Because <laughs> Home and Away is super popular in Ireland. Um, it's always a weird collection of people. And yeah. one time Owen Quigg came to my local one do you remember who owen quigg was he was in like the x factor probably 2009 oh. to 2011 era time he'd like that hair that went sideways like justin bieber-esque like baby face no, no. i don't remember him at well, all anyway. but I, the name rang a bell i thought it was like a priest from father ted but no okay <laughs> it could be but yeah anyway he came uh, to a local dis- disco and me and my cousin were like so excited about it it's embarrassing looking back now because we we're like oh my god owen quig and now if you ask people who owen quig is they're like who <laughs> Ooh, um tara flynn who is an irish comedian uh very funny very great like like great person um i uh, was editor of the college paper mentioned this a few times in, in past podcasts and stuff and I uh, one of our writers got an interview with her and I made this person ask Tara Flynn about the Morbegs which is an Irish was an Irish television show about these like giant like puppet monsters who lived in like a fairy realm or something um, and I, I, I knew Tara Flynn as like this activist and this comedian um, I didn't know that she was one of the Morbegs <laughs> so I I made this person ask and I like they were interviewing they needed my phone to record the interview but I was like standing in the room waiting till the more big question was asked and then I left <laughs> so I was like good <laughs> so that's more like it should be embarrassing to me but no I wanted to know about the more bags um yeah it's, it's fun <laughs> that is actually quite fun um <laughs> yeah that that's really fun oh well, thank you for you know i wasn't sure the first time you said that was that was really fun. Sorry, the second time I'm just laughing. the second time i got it i'm just laughing, huh? I'm just laughing about oh, it so yeah, hard yeah 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 um so i suppose uh what, what was the the startup question what was it uh what celebrity would you lock down with um this the first question is would you lock down with jedward Okay, and I think we both answered that as a definitive yes. Yeah, absolutely. We love our kings. Um, please, Jedward, yeah. if like God or the higher being is listening, don't do anything stupid. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> be 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 Jepic in public and in private. Yeah, and also slide into those DMs, boys. Yeah, remain Jepic. Just stay doing what you're doing. Yeah, stay on the Jepic course. Uh, then the second question was, uh, what celebrities uh, would you like to be locked down with? Where we gave okay. pl- plausibilities. Yeah, will we narrow that down to one? Pick from your list. Doesn't matter if they're alive or dead or <laughs> whether it's possible. If you had to pick one person on your list, who would it be? Oh, definitely the cast of It's Always Sunny. That's not really one person, though, is it? I can't really narrow it down, though. I don't think. Okay, I'm going to narrow it down to three. And you can use their character names. You don't have to use the actor names. 
three characters from It's Always Sunny, and they're the actors, not the characters. Oh, um, Mac, Charlie, and D. I'd say. Okay, I like that's I, pretty good. I love Dennis, but I think he'd annoy me after a while. See, it, it's weird, right? If I took that answer, I could get Danny DeVito and bonus people. So, like, that's that would be perfect for me because you know Danny DeVito plays Frank, and that's oh, always funny. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, Danny DeVito, yeah. Oh, I'd love to be locked in with Danny DeVito. Who's who's this, who's missing out? Is it D, Mac, or Charlie? <laughs> um, maybe we'll get rid of Charlie for Danny DeVito. <sighs> that's controversial. It is. You, got, you see, you got you got you got um Pacific Rim as well. If you bring in Charlie, like you got you got dimensions there. Um. <laughs> I suppose you got Hercules and like Matilda if you had Danny DeVito. Yeah. I just think the show wouldn't be the same without D. Ooh, you know what would be? You know, actually, it wasn't on my list. You know who'd be really cool person to lock down with or two people is um Macaulay Culkin and uh, Mara Wilson because I think that like being kids in Hollywood, one they both seem like normal, like decently cool people. Like they they don't seem that dodgy. They seem like pretty put together at the very least. At least. As, as much as a Hollywood, like, a child celebrity should be. Um, but, like, Mara Wilson, I don't know if you follow her on Twitter, like, she seems really cool. So I think I'd like to hang out with Mara Wilson. Yeah, I think... an extra bonus one. Um, as, like, a bonus, like, child actors who I think it would be, like, really interesting to see, you know, how they've come along. I think um, Miley Cyrus would probably be quite interesting to lock down with. Oh, yeah. Um, and I mean, like, other, like, big stars, like Lady Gaga, like, I think she'd be pretty cool. Okay, I have a, I have a side question yeah. for you, Jill. Before we recorded this, who did you think I was going to say, if you had any? Danny DeVito. Did you think Danny DeVito? 100%. Oh, I actually cool. had it written down. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> I, I didn't have it written down, but I would have bet the farm on you having the words Robert and Patterson, Pattinson down. Like, where, where See, was he? Where is our I just don't want to ruin it for myself. Where, where is our paths is a thing, but I just don't want... I don't want to ruin it for myself. Like, I want my encounter with Rob to be chance. I want it to be, like, vibrant. I want it to be, like, no lockdown, no, like, COVID in sight. I want it to be, like, Jill and Rob time. Robert okay. Pattinson. Not me. Is. Yeah, as no, I say, people yeah. listening, not me. Jill doesn't give a shit about me. Um, <laughs> I suppose as well, to be fair to you, it would be awkward for Robert Pattinson being in your house with the with the Robert Patterson. I keep saying Patterson for some reason. Robert Pattinson cut out cardboard cut yeah, out in your room. See, the, that would the be thing is, and the blanket and the poster. Oh, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I just think like, I don't know what I'd do if I saw him. Like, I don't know if I'd play it cool and be like, who are you? You know, haha, I have no idea just, who you are. Uh, or if Well, I, you've just quantified that as like an embarrassing thing. Or if I'd just be like, I love you with all my heart. Please accept I'm a very strange person and I have like life-size cardboard cut out of you um and hope that his weirdness meshes with mine and he understands i i look i i know we share a name i can't put myself in the mindset of robert Pat- pattinson Ugh. but if you said to me i love you with all my heart i've got a cardboard cut out of you like i'm getting down on one knee i'm proposing straight away i think you should lead with that if you ever meet <laughs> but, like have you heard the, have you heard the story where um he was like filming somewhere like fairly rural and he had this one crazed fan who just stood outside his hotel or his the house he was staying in every day um and he was really bored because it was like quite rural location they're filming so he was like fuck it i'll take her to dinner he took her to dinner and apparently he just complained about his life so much she never came back (laughs) (laughs) so i mean that's that's iconic yeah i also i i do i i respect the hell out of him kind of like jedward i think i turned a corner on him at some point in my life where it's like i I just respect the hell out of, of him and Kristen Stewart. Is that her name, Kristen? Yeah. Kristen? 
Like, just not giving a fuck. Not like in the movies for one, but like, not, like, just not giving a fuck about it. Just kind of getting on with your life and just being like, yeah, like, oh, am I going to get really jacked and like change my body to be Batman? No, I'm going to, in fact, make my body worse <laughs> to be Batman. You got to admire that level of just, uh, Has he actually made his body whatever. worse? I saw some pics of him and he looks pretty jacked. Oh, no, I, I actually didn't know that. I just, I just thought, I thought it was like, I'm going to be even averager. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, instead of just like his normal, say, routine, he's like, no, I'm going to eat like an extra cheeseburger and not, and like run less. <laughs> Fuck you, Warner Brothers. Yeah, uh, I think he made some comments about it just being like, um, you know, like Batman doesn't need to be ripped. <laughs> and then there's all these like Batman, like bros on Twitter being like, Batman has to be ripped. It's Batman's only characteristic is that he's ripped. <laughs> Yep, they're getting like just, really, just that he really was ripped. Ang- yeah, they're getting really, really angry that like Robert Pattinson doesn't care that he's not like huge bat daddy or whatever. Okay, so you you have the always sunny cast. That's who you've picked as your one celebrity to lock down with. I'm gonna go with uh, hmm. Uh, you know what? I would go with Danny DeVito. Um, I would I would go with all of them. I guess I'm gonna go with Roy Keane. Because I feel like that would be pretty much the same as my current lockdown thing. Except I could go talk to Roy Keane just briefly. And like, like if you follow, like if you don't haven't followed Roy Keane on Instagram, it's great. Like his Instagram is perfect. Like I think he took a photo of himself cycling, like in like a cycling helmet and stuff. And he's like, if you ever see me wearing Lycra, shoot me. Like, it's exactly what you like. People, some celebrities have a fake facade. Roy Keane doesn't. And I, I'm going to. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with Roy Keane as my final final answer. Well, that is the end of the podcast, unless you want to go over anything else. Yeah, I think we should. You know what? It's, it's great. This was a good test run. I actually haven't been recording, so I think we should start again. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to Random Questions Podcast. The podcast was edited by me, Rob, and was hosted by myself and Jill Kingston. The intro theme was done by JJ Lee, and incidental music currently playing was done by Kevin McLeod. For more info on the podcast and to stay up to date with new episodes, you can subscribe to us on most podcast apps, and you can follow us on Twitter at randomqspod. It's R-A-N-D-O-M-Q-S-P-O-D.